feature presentation. Welcome back to another untitled TIFF 23 review. I am one of your hosts, Matt Rohrbeck, alongside. He's allergic to tomatoes, but he is tomato meter approved. Eric Marchand. And it's day three of the Toronto International Film Festival. It's the 40th, 48th annual film festival. <laughs> 40th. Uh, <laughs> we went back in time. <laughs> We're traveling back <laughs> to a time where there was no strike and everyone was happy. We were Probably still miserable, but I'm happy in one Tiff, way or another. We were here at TIFF 40. I, I think I got like a, one of those Facebook uh, memories from TIFF 40 because I remember it being a big one. We're almost at TIFF 50, though. What's that going to be like? Underwhelming. <laughs> Today we are reviewing Chloe Robichaud's Days of Happiness, uh, which just had its premiere at this year's Toronto International Film Festival. Um Chloe Robichaud's uh, Sarah Prefers to Run, uh, I have a soft spot for. It uh, was in 2014, 13? Yeah, um, yeah, I'm just going to look that up now. Because I remember it being it uh, one of my surprises uh, of 2013. that festival. 2013. And yeah. that was a big year for me. That's when I met my wife at TIFF, and that was the year that I worked at uh, Tribute. I might have even interviewed both. Chloe and Sophie, but I don't remember because Sophie Dapere. Yeah, uh, but because my brain is mush. But, yes, uh, Eric, how are you? <laughs> well, Matt, you perfectly said it. Uh, I'm mush right now, Matt. Uh, this is the earliest Eric and I have uh, felt uh, like total garbage. We've been yeah. saying this in the last couple of reviews, but we came down with a cold or a flu or something. I'm feeling okay right now. Feeling it, uh, but I am feeling it. Um, <laughs> And uh, we're ready to uh, to review Tar Jr. Yes, Canadian Tar. Yeah, <laughs> what's Canadian Tar doing here? You know, what? I, I think it, it's easy to uh, yes, I call it Canadian Tar. Has nothing in common with that movie. No, there there are Other some there there are some composers. similarities. Just in like, okay, you have a character who um, you know works and is a performer within you know uh, uh, the field of music and is a conductor. Um, you know, she is a lesbian. She is also someone. Oh, yeah, who I guess there is more. In common is dealing it. with her own insecurities yeah. in some way or another as we watch this movie. And then there's also an aspect of it where um, I don't want to ruin anything, but um, Mahler is used yeah. in a way that's very similar to Tar in terms of a, a, an important plot point. Um, so there are those elements. Um, there and, and and I think just that's a very surface level thing. You can call it the Quebecois tar, Canadian tar, what yeah, have you. But yeah. it's more. I think the most rewarding aspect of this film is the relationship between Sophie Desmarais' character and um, Emma, who is trying to untangle herself from her dominating and domineering uh, patriarch uh, Patrick, who's also her manager, and that stuff for me, is the strongest because yeah. you have this man played by uh, Sylvian uh, Marcel who, you know, should not be her manager. That's, like, basically, like, you know, a family member being a shrink. He should know better. Um, that but, happens more often. It, oh, it does. It does because there's the family business yeah. aspect of it. Because her father also, is, a, is, a, is a manager. Yeah, and a well-respected yeah. music artist. And, and he kind of knows the ins and outs of the industry. And he's the one that's kind of always pushing – uh, Emma to go in a direction that will help with her career in Montreal. He, he kind of wants her to stay in Montreal where she might have some more interest to kind of uh, perform or play um, abroad. And yeah. so you see throughout the film 
this really heated back and forth between these two and the relationship that they have is less familial and more sort of bordering on abuse on on patrick's side of things and there's a line in this movie later on that really did strike a chord with me and i don't want to ruin it but it just it you know just because you don't physically hit somebody or hurt somebody in, in that way doesn't mean abusive. you're yeah you're not hurting them in other ways or the idea that we see in this movie there's a scene where um emma finds out that her grandfather passed away and she wasn't told about it and just like that information is something that you tell somebody and when they go well i wouldn't i didn't think you were interested and it's that yeah. controlling nature that is a uh, Kind of the driving force uh, of the entire movie. Um, yeah, I, I liked the movie. Um, I don't know if I love it. Uh, I think, again, I can't compare it to Sarah Prefers to Run because that was 10 years ago. I know it's from the same filmmaker and the same star, but like, uh, I really love that movie where this, uh, there was something missing for me and I can't really even place my finger on it. <laughs> so, uh, there's so many pigeons around us as we record. Um, I'm just going to delay for a second. I don't know what they're all doing. It, we Go check out our review of Boy and the Heron. Um, a lot of bird content in that. Yeah. Uh, what was I saying? About their relationship. But I did. Uh, I do find that anyone who has that sort of combative, controlling style relationship with, with their parents, which I know a lot of people do, um, I think we'll have we'll find something in this movie that uh, strikes a chord. Like I, I, I don't like my parents aren't like that at all. So right. it maybe didn't connect with me on that level, but I can still um, sympathize with the lead and 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 know what she's going through. I think some of the stuff with her uh, relationship uh, with this young woman, a cellist um, who's a part yeah. of the company that she's uh, working with. Yeah. It uh, didn't fully work for me. I kept going back to it and I, um, I didn't really feel like that was necessary to add that angle to it. But I know we're trying to kind of see all aspects of her life and, and things like that. Well, it's also I showing just, you a different side, right? Like yeah. it's showing you how great a mother this cellist is to yeah. her son. But I think also, and, and, and maybe there's, you can look at it in a different way and, and people probably will interpret it in different ways. But I was almost on Emma's side the whole time because the thing that's frustrating with the, about the cellist is that it's partly a, a cultural background thing because yeah. she's um, Middle Eastern is that she hasn't really come out to yeah. her parents and she's afraid of being exiled. And she's in exiled, the midst of being uh, separated. Separating her, from her partner yeah. and, 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 and he's a man and, and so like, and she doesn't want to lose her son. Yeah. So it's it's complicated there and I, and I get that, you know, like, Emma wants something now to maybe escape from that other side of her life that is completely the opposite, where she finds compassion and companionship in you know this this woman and and her son and you know is something good. But I also felt that you know this cellist was leading. Like I, I think she needed to sort of just say like one way or another, like let's end this or. Because it, it kind of felt like she was leading her on a oh, little totally. bit. Oh, totally. And then that's why I think I, I get that. But I think that's also partly why it didn't fully work for me. Because maybe I just... Well, that's why I was frustrated uh, yeah, with that yeah, part of it. Yeah. Um, and then I was just kind of like, not to use like a musical term or anything, but I, I did feel like uh, the film was a little flat for me. Like it was very straightforward. I didn't... I, I was waiting for something like the other shoe to drop or some sort of injection of style and then finally i know it's something we sort of disagree uh, 
uh, on, but like there is a moment in the in the last act of the movie without giving anything away where I finally felt some life in the movie. Like, yes, I think the father daughter relationship does carry the movie, and it is um, it is good at times. But I I just felt like it was sort of uh, uh, repetitive, or 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 it took a long time to kind of go, what are you trying to say here? And then finally in this last act, in this last performance, I got an injection of style. And while I think we agree that it came in at the wrong time um, where it was utilized, I liked the actual look and how it was inserted into the movie. And it felt like the film finally had an, uh, uh, something to say or, or a style to it where everything before that was a little flat for me, where... The performance are good. The movie was fine. Like there's nothing. It was competently made. There was nothing necessarily wrong with it. But when I saw how Chloe Robichaux uh, uh, waited until that last act to inject that stuff, I just go, I wish I saw that earlier or more throughout the movie. Just personally, like I, I liked what she did there. I just felt like it came in at the wrong time. And then after thinking about it and talking with you, I go, okay, well maybe that's intentional because the character waits that long to yeah. kind of address it adds to the these climax of yeah it all. and and they're kind of um you know sometimes with trauma and stuff like that you you bottle it away and you hold on to it for so long and then yeah. it finally comes out right and whether you, it's not necessarily you remembering but it's you kind of finally addressing it all and that's maybe what the movie's doing where the character um is is keeping this all in and then finally lets it out at the end so you're not seeing it in that way until that last act i just but there's would, no hint though of that yeah. visual flair beforehand and when it happens it does feel like i get what you're saying like it, it makes sense from the point of view of you're letting it all out in your art right like you're you're showing it through the the creative passion of, of telling a story to communicate how you feel with the audience especially with her her mother as well who we haven't talked a lot about but you can you can see her struggle with yeah. a, a, a a man who you know takes his um, frustrations out on her uh, verbally and abusively and, and, and turns it against uh, Emma as well. But just in terms of that style, like a lot of the, the movie has this kind of almost like handheld medium to close up sort of sequence where you're, you're sequences where you're kind of following the character and the ins and outs of, you know, conducting and setting up a, an orchestra and practicing and things like that. And there's not a lot of style in terms of the look and the feel of it. It's It's very, you know, uh, you said flat. I think it's also just very static in how yeah, that's kind of what it's I represented. Meant. But I think also it, that makes sense just because a lot of this stuff, like where where you find the most style or visually appealing aspect, isn't even in, in the visual medium of, of of music. It's in the music itself, right? Yeah. You know, th those are the things. And so it's um, externalizing her feelings in that last act. It just feels weird to see a movie that was so restrain do something that's kind of i don't want to say amateurish but it does feel like it's it it is a different movie the way that it implements yeah. this sequence i liked the sequence though like but I, I also really get like... that too because i think you get a fuller uh, um experience of of what that relationship was yeah, and it's, i don't even necessarily mean from like the spoon feeding of like well this is why she feels this way or anything like that i just felt like i sat there kind of going okay 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 and then finally, some like it, it gave some life to the movie that I was yeah. waiting for. It wasn't necessarily even what it was about. I just liked the intercutting of, of 
those flashbacks and and how those flashbacks were shot and and uh, and inserted. I just wanted a little bit maybe more style from and Demaray's uh, performance in that yeah, scene. Yeah, exactly. So um, overall, I think it's a a, a decent uh, movie with a. I think anyone who um, has kind of or have has had in the past some sort of strained or combative relationship with with their parents like i i do feel like it might be triggering as well but um yeah. but it, i think that you might actually find a lot in the movie there's um, something cathartic about yeah. it and it does almost feel like you're watching a therapy session in a way like yeah. somebody working on something themselves to kind of figure out how they feel about somebody because the movie and i, and I think why i like this as well and this is not conventional is that it doesn't necessarily solve anything. Yeah, you know it, where the characters end up at the end of the story. It doesn't you know like the, the the adage is always they're better people by the end of this type of story, or they're you know more um, well rounded or, or something yeah. happens right where it kind of feels true to life in that you know there are little strides here and there, and you kind of have to again like I, I feel like the main sort of core of this story is about someone trying to find more autonomy in their yes, life and yeah. be their own person and not simply control do what their parents want them to do. yeah and specifically by somebody who really is a, a egotistical maniac yeah, yeah. you know uh, i think it's a decent movie i'm i'm in between a three and a three and a half yeah um so i'm gonna lean towards the three yeah i still think it's a, a good flick but um uh, i kind of wish a little bit more kind of energy in the movie early on i would have liked where uh, i feel like it's too little too late by the end but still a decent movie so three for me i'm gonna give it three and a half partly because of that familial dynamic between yeah. the two characters it, it spoke a lot to me just in terms of my own relationship with my father and like just how like you want because that, that's another thing that i think is really important about this movie is that it does show that emma always wants to um appease uh, Patrick and yeah. all and, and wants to which we always just want to impress our parents yeah right? yeah and, and or you want to be like them or you want yeah. to Make and proud and how yeah and, and, and how in some ways like that's messed up especially when it's somebody that isn't really there for you in that yeah. way you know and so the three and a half is, is really coming from or it is they have their, that part they have their it's like they do care and they want the best for you, but they want what they think is the best for yeah. you, right? So it's not that they don't care about they you. They can't let you be your own person. Yes, exactly. And I think a lot of people struggle with that. So that's why I think that, and the movie does a good job showing. Yeah. That. So um, thank you all for listening. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Please go check out our other reviews for movies like Swan Song, Dick's the Musical, Anatomy of a Fall, The Boy and the Heron, Perfect Days. Uh, I think that's everything we reviewed so far. So all of that should be up for you guys to listen to right now. And we'll have more for Lee, for uh, The Zone of Interest. Uh, there'll be more and more and more and more and more over the next little while. So you're already in We're the giving you everything. Everything, everything we everything got. Everything we got because I'm about <laughs> to pass out. Um, uh, you can follow me on all those social medias uh, at Matt Rohrbeck and uh, Untitled over on Letterboxd, Untitled underscore Movies. And you can follow me on all the socials at EM6211. Until next time. If Mark Strong appeared in this movie with his wig, would you have given it three and a half or four? I think I would have given it a two. <laughs> <laughs> Toupee. <laughs>